Parshas Vayishlach. And the narrative begins, Vayishlach Yaakov Malachim Lefanov El Achim. He sends messengers in front of him to his brother Esau. And as you know, there has been great enmity between the two brothers. Uh, at last, Esau wanted to do away with Yaakov. And therefore, since the encounter has to take place, Yaakov is making sure that there is a positive disposition. Gifts. When you receive a gift, you're much better disposed to the person sending the gift. So we accept the narrative at face value. However, we also know full well that there are increasing depths of understanding of the Chumash of the Torah itself. Shat, Remez, Drush, and Sod, etc. And it is in real life, it is in real life exactly the same. For example, if you give someone a gift, well, the facts are you gave a gift. However, it may well be that the gift that you are giving is so specially tailored that it is a message to the person who's receiving the gift. And the person says, ah, that's what he's telling me. Or the gift may be a very rare occasion. The people may not have seen each other uh, for a long time and the giving of the gift indicates that you are in my memory. I haven't forgotten you. And there are many levels of what the meaning of a gift might well be. Likewise in the Torah, we have here, he sends messengers to his brother Esau. The Altarebbe explains through Chassidus the deepest level of this particular narrative. And he explains that we're dealing with spiritual interfaces. Yaakov represents the world of Tikkun, this world where if they elevate the sparks which are deeply embedded of holiness that fell during the destruction of Tohu. Tohu was when in fact the original creation, the energy was so great that it couldn't be contained and therefore it was sparked into destruction. And these sparks are elevated through our mitzvahs. And that's what Yaakov has been doing all his life. He's been gathering these sparks and elevating them to a higher plane. He's realizing himself. He's fulfilling his purpose and mission in life. Esau is at a level even beyond Yaakov. Strange as it might seem, because Esau is not a beloved character. And yet, there's potential in Esau that's much higher than Yaakov, as is explained in Kabbalah and Echassidus. He comes from the world of Tohu, that high level that broke. And when it broke, it fell down to such a depth that evil could come into being. However, Yaakov says to himself, I've now worked on elevating the sparks. I have been able to work Tikkun to a point where I could encounter Tohu, the high level that's inherent in Aesop, and thereby infinity, infinity join, and who knows, Mashiach and post-Mashiach, etc., but that depends on Esau having also fulfilled his potential, elevated himself, recognized his shortcomings, and being able to realize the tremendous heights that he could rise to. Unfortunately, the, the, the messengers come back and they say, no, Esau is coming with an army to fight you. So he realizes that he hasn't yet reached the stage where he can encounter Esau at that level and make finity and infinity meet. So he uses other tactics in order to draw from Esau, and that's what he's preparing for. So there's this deep subtext taking place. 
I want us to recognize that existentially in our lives in the following short meditation. Gently close your eyes and just focus on your breath. Gently breathing out and breathing in almost feeling the breath as it passes through the throat down to the abdomen and back out through the mouth or nose feel the passage of air and now become aware that you have Yaakov and Esau inside you. Yaakov represents your higher self, higher aspirations, your ideals, those things that bring you close to Hashem. And Esau is your tempter, the things that your body desires, the pleasures, no matter how mundane, in life that you tend towards. What if you were able to harness those tendencies and elevate them to the good? What if instead of anger, you were able to transform that into compassion in exactly the same circumstances? What if you were to take jealousy and envy and transform them into goal-setting, elevating yourself, rising to a level that's beyond you, allowing your nefesh elokit to be able to not just subdue your nefesh bahamit, but to actually transform it. This is Yor Yaakov making its attempt to transform the other side of you, your Aesop. And that's our challenge on a daily basis in all the exigencies of our life. And you can succeed. It requires Mindfulness, willingness, focus, and effort. And you can do it. Just be mindful in every moment of your daily life. Gently open your eyes, coming all the way back, and reviewing what we have just said and experienced.